Shut your mouth. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, is yours truly. The 27-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, a.k.a. the showstopper, better known as the G.O.W.'s resident tribal chief. And with me, as always, he got my tag team partner, my brother, my family. He is the flyest in the room, Mr. One, two, three. Pin that ass down, K. Breezy, a.k.a. Tuco Kimbro. What's going on, man? Not much, man. You know, know what we do, man. Another day, another show. And you know what's crazy? I accidentally put that this is the SmackDown review. Let me go ahead and switch that because this is not the SmackDown review. This yeah, is actually you can you can you can raw smack. We can you know you know how we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with that, oh, here we go. Yeah, there we go. All right, now Tuco, man, lead us off, bro. All right, man. So with that being said, man, you know raw. You know, of course, we had the the Monday Night Raw after the Elimination Chamber. You know, we had, of course, that 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 awesome victory that we got. You know, with the Miz, you know, cashing in his money in the bank on Drew McIntyre. You know, becoming a two-time WWE champion. He started off the show, came out. You know, did did the Miz as usual stick as far as you know, just him being the Miz. Uh, what was the most interesting part about this was when Bobby Lashley MVP came out, basically just to let the Miz know they're cashing in that favor. You know, Bobby wants that title opportunity. And not only is he going to beat him, not only is he going to brutalize him, but it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. I like I was like, okay, all right. I, I, I kind of feel that. And then, then the Miz, you know, he's kind of selling it. So, you know, this was kind of cool. You know, it was okay. Uh, what did you think, man? I, did, did you catch the uh, the promo of this? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was exactly what Lashley said. I thought it was going to be awesome. You know, when Lashley, for most of his career in WWE, he really didn't talk a lot. Um, he was very, you know, kind of just, I go out there and whoop your ass. And then even when he came back, he really didn't talk a lot. You know, they paired him with Leo Rush at first, and then that fell through, and he was by himself for a little bit. And then, of course, they paired him with uh, MVP, who's a great talker in his own right, when he became part of the Hurt Business. So now they kind of see Lashley uh, assert himself a little more on the mic. He's starting to kind of talk a little more. And also, we said this for a while. We said that if he was or when he does lose the United States Championship, he needs to be in the WWE title picture. And that is exactly what's going on now. I think the Miz, you know what? I was happy that the Miz won just because he saved my ass as far as a pick go. But if you're going to have Drew McIntyre lose, one, you know, he lost without technically losing, but he lost. He didn't take the pin. But the Miz, I can see him being a great transitional champion. If the if the long-term plan, or at least the plan for WrestleMania is to have Bobby Lashley walk in as a champion, I think you did it. I think that was a hell of a great booking. Uh, I wish we would have got the match yesterday. I, I wish we didn't have to wait so close to Elimination Chamber, excuse me, uh, to Fastlane, because I feel like everything's going to happen super quick. I feel like, you know, it's going to be next week, Lashley going to win or he going to get screwed out of it. Then whatever the case may be, them two going to fight at uh, Fastlane, and then whoever wins that's going to fight Drew. So I wish he would have won it last week if he is going to win it, just to kind of give him a little bit of time in between the pay-per-view and then go on to Mania. But, I mean, to answer your question, though, I like I liked the promo, and I thought it was cool, man. He, he he showed a little bit of personality, which, you know, Bobby Lashley isn't really known for. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's definitely true. I mean, other than if he was pointing at his glutes. Um, with that being said, um, 
could we see? Because I, I don't see, I don't know if you have Bobby win next week. Like I like you, I think, you know, there'll be a disqualification. Drew McIntyre will probably show up, interfere, you know, do something, you know, to, to, to stake his claim, want his rematch, and he'll find some way to make it a triple threat for fast lane. Even then, uh, I I almost want to say, if you're gonna if you're actually booking to put Bobby the title Bobby Lashley, I would do it for uh, WrestleMania. I wouldn't do it for Fastlane because you might as well just keep the title on the Miz and just have Bobby Lashley involved in it, but not have him win it just to lose it to Drew at WrestleMania. And I don't want to see that. So it's like I don't want to see Bobby win it to lose it. So either Bobby's winning it to keep it or he's winning it at Mania, but not winning it just to lose it right back to Drew at WrestleMania. I don't want to see that. So 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 let me ask you. So if that is the case, where do we see Drew in the title picture? Because if you want to see Bobby win it to keep it, so does Drew not get his WrestleMania moment this year then? I, they could have dropped that. I, you know, ain't no telling with WWE. I mean, they could still be pushing for it. I mean, you, you right now you're involved in Bobby Lashley and I don't know, maybe Brock Lesnar come back. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to say that's what's going to happen. But uh, you know, what's crazy. I, you know, you know how I feel about these one offs and these temporary Brock Lesnar reigns. I am not going to lie. This would be the one WrestleMania. If they decide to have Brock ass pop up out of nowhere to fight. I'm here for it. I want to see him. I think we all want to see him and Lashley go at it. Oh, I, oh yeah, a lot of us do. Everybody want to see it. Hell, Bobby Lashley been politicking for it. Yeah. Hell, ever since he got into the WWE, even before he left and came back. But yeah. I, I mean, Brock Lesnar aside, you know that's fantasy booking. If he shows up, okay, cool, that'll be a great surprise. But I'm not, I'm not gonna book that. Uh, Miz, if you're gonna, if if Drew now, okay. Here's where it could get tricky. Let's say Drew finds a way into the match. Let's say he does what we say he's going to do. He comes out. He, he uh, you know, he's, he's going to interfere in the match. No, you know, DQ, whatever. They set something up for fast lane. It'll be Drew versus Bobby versus Miz. If Miz doesn't retain, let's say Drew wins. But then it's Drew versus Bobby at WrestleMania. I would be more, but then again, you know what? That would that wouldn't really stand too well either, because no one would want to see Drew win it just to lose it right back. Like right. you know, especially considering you just lost it to win it right back. So it's like I, you don't want to do that twice to him either. But if you're going to set up a match for him to get his come ups, I I don't feel like you've built Bobby Lashley up enough. Like. Not for him to have that short of a title reign. So you might as well just make it the Miz and just leave it him beating the Miz. But because there's so many other obstacles in him trying to beat the Miz, that's where you build him up. But I, right. I don't want to see Bobby Lashley on the short end of this by winning and then quickly dropping the title. If he's going to win the title, I feel like, yo, you're only six weeks out. Do it for Mania. If, you, if you're – well, you're not going to do the Drew versus Roman because we already know with what's going on with that. But I, I, I don't know, man. I, if you still want to give Drew his moment, okay, cool. But not at the expense of Bobby Lashley winning the title and losing it right back. I don't want to see that happen. Got you. All right, man. With that being said, man, we get our first match. And speaking of titles, it's for the U.S. Championship. 
And this was actually a pretty good match. It was a pretty decent match, man. This was Matt Riddle, uh, better known as Riddle on Raw, versus John Morrison. This was a good little thing going back and forth until Morrison took a nice little spill on the outside. Uh, but, you know, kind of finished it out. Riddle, you know, got the victory. Um, this wasn't bad, you know, you know, other than, the, you know, the minor injury or whatever. But uh, what did you think of this match, man? I, this is honestly, this is what I thought they should have did by having Morrison win. And then you can build on a story between him and Riddle. And, yeah, and Riddle, I mean, I thought the match- wanting Riddle to try to win the title, my bad. Yeah, no, no. I, I thought the match was good. I, I once again, you, you're starting to slowly see uh John Morrison, Johnny Drip Drip, you know, uh he separated himself from the Miz. I mean, yeah, they still come out and they do the whole thing with the talk show, but the last couple of weeks, you kind of see WWE planting the seeds of Morrison finally kind of branching out and doing more singles oriented things. Now, does that mean he and Miz are gonna split completely? Probably not, but it's nice to see, you know, Morrison one to see him in a title picture because he's even at 41, 42 high road he is right now, he's still in good shape and he can still throw down in the ring. And people still want to see him. He's still a draw. So to see him actually get some shine, him and like like you said, him and Riddle had a really good match. Could it have been better? Yes. But me as a fan and me as a John Morrison fan, I was honestly just excited to see him do something that wasn't goofy, to see him being taken seriously, to see him be in a legit match with a guy that's legit as Riddle. Hey, man, look, I honestly feel like they can have a nice little rivalry going if that's where they you know choose to go with it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, definitely. Uh, but we'll see how severe that injury is, and, and how, you know how long he'll be out. Um, the Titantron, what's going on? Happening. Uh, with that being said, man, like I say, it's good that you know Riddle's kind of getting a push. He's one of the rare NXT talents. You 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 know how good he is. You want to see him get a fair deal, you know, a fair shake at it, and really show what he could do. Um, it it it, it didn't look it didn't look promising. It yeah. did not look promising for a while, but they put the title on him. We'll see how they, we'll see how this goes. You know, pushing forward. Let's see if he'll get the ricochet deal. Oh man, don't say, don't, don't say that. Don't have him lose it to AJ Styles. I, I don't want to, but, but you know that U.S. Championship on these fresh new guys is, is, it has a curse to it. I'm, I'm, man, I'm, I'm telling you. But let's, let's hope Riddle can do something different with it. With that being said, we get our next match, man. Uh, new Day versus Retribution. New day one, Mustafa Ali, he cussed everybody out. Yeah. And it was his fault they lost, which is the crazy part. Right. Uh, Her business beat up Lucha House Party, which her business doing what they do, but there's, there's, they need they need to leave they need to leave Lucha House Party in NXT because there's no point if you making them you know jobbers or whatever on the main roster, but then they go to NXT and they out here killing it, throwing on damn near classics. So just leave them in. If you don't have nothing to do with them on the main roster, bro, leave them in NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do that. Uh, next up, man, we get Damian Priest. You know, which is you know right now he seems to be the bodyguard for uh for Bad Bunny, the twenty seven champion, the current still still right. And I said it's current. That's why I, like, I kind of want to make current uh, versus Angel Garza. I am so. Disappointed and how they did your boy, man. The, the lethal Lothario. I mean, he came in, dude. Speaking of Angel Garza, what the hell happened to what's his name? Uh, with the dimples. Ah, uh, the, oh my god, the guy, the the other, the other Latino guy, man. Before Garza, um, oh, 
<laughs> baby face. I cannot think of his name. Oh my god, it's slipping. Oh, you talking about uh uh, uh, Car- uh um Humberto, hey. yeah, Humberto Carrillo. Yeah, Carrillo, yeah. It's like, bro, like once again, bro. Okay, I know we joke a lot about catering and the three week push. Bro, Carrillo probably we got don't joke. That's not a joke. That's not no. We don't <laughs> no, no, joke. No, no, no. <laughs> That's no, serious, no, just, man. No, no. The reason I said <laughs> I it was a joke. The reason I said it was a joke because damn, like I don't even think he ain't catering. I think he taking tickets in the parking lot. Like where is Carrillo? And then you know you have guards to come back. That's what he's doing. And then you have guards that come back with the haircut and everything. I'm thinking like, all right, cool, whatever. They trying something different. And now you, this is what you got for them. They're like, ah, oh, come on, man. <sighs> Hey, so, hey, 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 send my boy back to NXT or put him on SmackDown because if you're staying on Raw, boy, you can ask Shinsuke how that went. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, man. But Priest ended up winning. Um, yeah, I, and yeah. That, Priest, I think Priest, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, I think Priest gonna be another one of those ones, man. He's starting off strong right now. I think as soon as they figure out what the hell they want to do with Bad Bunny and they don't need Priest no more, I don't know how long that push gonna last. They, 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 I don't know. Oh, God. All right. We got to move on. All right. So, next <laughs> up, we just, we just got to move on because I, 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 that, that's a lot of energy to put in why all of that is just so wrong. Uh, Baszler versus, I mean, sorry, Baszler and Jax versus Asuka and Flair. Hmm. Flair kicks Asuka. Jax didn't hmm. wait. Teams are going to explode eventually. Uh, Baszler and them ended up winning. Uh, obviously, with Lacey Evans being out, they're starting what we've been saying they were going to start, and we're going to start getting it very soon, which is going to be. And I now I'm I now I'm looking at it. If they don't do it for Fastlane, yeah, yeah, that, that's where he's at, Joe. You're right. He's at the nacho stand. Uh, if if uh, cause that's cause I ain't seen the dude in months. Um, I'm thinking there's gonna be a fatal four way. Oh lord! For all women's championship. All right, who we got, man? Who 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 who, who do we the, have the, in this? The four, the, the the four we just talked. The four we're talking no, no, about. No, 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 no. Who, no, who's gonna? No, who's coming out as the winner? Oh, Flair. Yeah, of course, of Flair. course. I, I'm of not course. even. I would say Oscar. I I could say Oscar, but I couldn't say it to where you would believe it, because I would believe it. I want her, to, but I couldn't believe it. Now could Baser surprise somebody? I, she could. She could. She could be a surprise and pull it off and walk out as a double champion. I I I, I feel like they're build. Maybe that's what they're building up to. If it's not just Flair versus Oscar at some point. I uh, I can see a fatal four way. I can see a fatal four way with these four because they got to do something to build up that WrestleMania uh, women's match. You already will we'll get to it when we get to SmackDown side of it. But you for the at least for the Raw side, you got to build up. You got to build up something. And right now, that's that's probably about the best you're gonna get as far as a big build up match. I, I, like it or not, but if you come up with something better, hey hey, I will. Actually, we can. We can. Because along with that, we also got a promo that shows us that Rhea Ripley is going to be coming to Monday Night Raw. So maybe there's a glimmer of hope. So maybe there's a glimmer of hope that maybe she'll be involved in some way. But who will be champion? Who will fight who? I don't know. 
Uh, you know what? It, it's I, too I, early to tell just yet. I, look, I got it. Charlotte beats Oscar, which fucking suck. However, however, I would be okay with that as long as Rhea Ripley get her come up as back on Charlotte from what happened last year. Now, is it gonna happen at Mania? You asking too much, man. You asking for too much. Now, hell no, it's not gonna happen at Mania. <laughs> I know, no. I know. Now, now, would I like it to happen at Mania? No, but I can, I can, I can, I can appreciate it if it happened around SummerSlam. Now. Would it make sense for it to happen at Mania? 100%. I just, especially if you're going to bring Ripley up and you're going to actually push her. If you're going to actually give her a push, you're going to actually show her dominance because she is a dominant person. She's not She's not like the other female. She, this, this girl is dominant. So are you going to go with that? And if you go with that, then okay. I could see it happening at Mania if you're really going to go with it. But if there's no belief that you're that you're going with that, then no, nah, uh, maybe SummerSlam, maybe. Only thing I know is this is my brutality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's not you who does her theme music for real. <laughs> oh, goddamn, man, goddamn. All right, man. <laughs> hey, they be bull her ass when she come through the curtain. Like, what the hell? What the fuck? I'm sure this? Vince. I'm sure Vince will probably change that too. She'll get a new theme music. Yeah, because uh, you see what he did to keep Lee. But I digress. <clears throat> all right, uh, all right, man. So next up, man, Seamus bro kicked Hardy one. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, why, why they doing my dude jump like that, man? That boy is going down like a bad knee. Uh, that man, because he, because that's man, that's about what it is for him. Uh, I guess, you know, what happened on SmackDown doesn't matter on Raw. So, you know, uh, you know, their infamous bar fight and all that. And that's so bright. <laughs> Even though now all three men are on the same show, Elias, Sheamus, and Jeff Hardy. And, and and they play up to really none of that other than Jeff Hardy and Elias. You know, it's funny you said that because they, they beat his, I, I am an addict and I have overcome my addiction. and I am not a drunk. They beat that shit into the ground and then he gets to Raw to get Bro, kick. It's like, damn, what happened to you? Overcame storytelling at its finest, I guess. I guess another one bites the dust. Hey, flashy, thank you, man. You know how they do it. Yeah. All right. So we get the main event, which was pretty, hey, I'm not going to lie. Uh, nice, nice little main event. You no know, two powerhouse guys, two big guys, Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman. The stipulation yeah. of this was because, of course, Strowman being Strowman. He doesn't like people getting opportunities. So therefore, he had to, you know, find a way into this match. If he beats Bobby Lashley, it will be a triple threat match next week for the WWE Championship. If he beats Bobby Lashley, he did not beat Bobby Lashley, but they definitely were two powerhouse uh, 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 bulls just going at each other. And Bobby ended up getting it at the end with, the, with a nice little, you know, vicious little spear there. Uh, Franchise, my guy. You know, I, yeah. I asked about this because with it having so much implication and it being a pretty good, you know, way to end the show. Uh, man, what did you think of this match? And what are your expectations? I know we could kind of talked on it, but let's let's get this in before we end this raw part of the show. What could be your expectations for next week? And um, I'm sorry. This is not the match. The match is straight. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, it's no secret. I've been kind of back and forth with Braun Strowman when he first came in. I'm like, okay, cool, Braun. When they first started to push him as a dominant force solo, 
I was cool with it. Then they didn't know whether they wanted to push him, Brock, or Roman at the time because they were trying to push three damn people at the same time. And unfortunately, he was the one that got the worst and the short end of the stick every single time. Uh, you flip-flopped his ass more times than the Big Show and the Pancake on a Friday night going from side to side. Uh, with that being said, um, I'm liking I'm liking so far what they're doing with Braun. My only thing is... I hope they're not trying to do too much at once because you already got last and you're supposed to be feuding with Miz for the title. Of course, you still got Drew, who isn't completely out of the picture. And then you bring Braun Strowman into the mix. So I'm just trying to see because, you know, WWE, like we say, you know, that, that men in black, that flashy thing, you know, they like to flash and make you forget. I just want to know, <laughs> is there going to be consistency in the long run with all four of these men? Or are you just going to randomly just throw other storylines into this and then you know we really lose the original purpose of it in the first place so um braun to me i feel like the championship run he had on smackdown it was okay but it, it wasn't memorable i feel like braun needs another opportunity or at least he needs to earn another opportunity and he really needs to prove himself like he can't carry a championship i mean he kind of got the last one that he had, basically, just by default. I mean, hell, Goldberg, you know, that was what it was. And Roman wasn't going to be at Manny at the time. So it kind of it, it kind of fell into his lap, so to say. But you could tell he wasn't ready. I think now, I think he's taking it a little more serious. Maybe see him, he come back shredding the Super Jack. The guy looks a lot better in the ring from what I've seen. And he had a solid match with Lashley. So my only thing is consistency. Where are you going to go with Braun? And how is this going to tie into the current storyline? Because you are, like I said, you're already building stuff. You you built the Miz up to Drew. You got Lashley in the mix. Okay, you got three people. Where the hell does Braun even come in? Well, he's Braun. He just shows up and then he'll go do something crazy and then he'll fight with three other guys at one time. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to fight Amos soon, eventually, or AJ Styles. I have a feeling yeah. that's. That's eventually where he's going. I, that, Who's going to see Amos? Who's going to see his big ass? But that's what I'm saying. That's where I think. I think somehow it's going to be Styles and, and him and Amos, you know, kind of going feuding at each other. Um, I, I can I can see that kind of happening. Um, I, I Like I say, if, if Bobby wins, I understand they want to give Drew his WrestleMania moment because he deserves his WrestleMania moment with some of a a live crowd actually cheering and and being happy to see him. I'm just hoping it's not to the point where though people like Drew, they may be ready to see someone else. And if someone like Bobby Lashley winning the championship is is a bigger they a bigger deal. It's like which one do you go with? And and but we know how this company works. I mean, we got Roman Reigns for four straight WrestleManias. Now that I think about it, he more John Cena than John Cena because I only think John Cena main evented four Manias, not in a row. Well, no, depending on when he was hurt and then come back. I think he did three in a row and then he got hurt. But, uh, yeah, because he definitely did two in a row. They definitely main evented two in a row. Uh, I yeah I 
They should have brought Carmelo back. But I, but I, I'm interested. I am interested to see what happens when Drew comes back and then see where they try to take it there. Because maybe that'll help, you know, uh, clear the clouds a little bit, and we can see where, at least somewhat way they're going to go. Because I know Vince is keeping secrets tightly close. They're they're reporting that Vince isn't telling the talent anything. People are on edge. They don't know anything, and I could I could understand why because Vince wants to make this as big as possible, but uh, yeah, you know you know you know why Vince playing it close to the vest because Vince he he forgot already. <laughs> Vince don't know what's going on, man. Vince ain't gonna have the WrestleMania match card ready till five minutes before WrestleMania showtime. He go like, damn, oh I forgot we had them on the roster. Why not? <laughs> 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 hey, man. hey, Vince gonna send Triple H back there like, all right, hey, who in catering? Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 go get Carrillo from the nacho stand and hey. <laughs> tell him to come back down. Be like, hey, we ain't uh, buried hey, Carrillo in about six months. Bring him back out real quick. <laughs> uh, right, right. Yeah, tell him to bring the nacho stand with him. We'll, dip, we'll throw him in the cheese. Uh, yeah. I, I, it is that, that. Wow, that is kind of messed up. I have not seen Maybe he's wrestling on two hundred five live. They still do that. I don't know. Wow. I he's wrestling over there. I that is no excuse. Two hundred five live. Who the hell watches two hundred five live, bro? Can you tell me the last time you watched motherfucking main event? Please tell me when the last time you tuned in the main event. I ain't watched main events since it was a pay per view. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Saturday was there's the Saturday night main yeah, event. The Saturday night main event. I guess that's the last time I probably watched the main event. But that at least with Sunday night heat, at least with Sunday night heat and velocity, you remember to watch it. I see them do like replays on main event on like Raw and SmackDown. I'm like, damn man, that should still come on. <laughs> that shit should be a part of the pa- hey. That show should have been a part of the pandemic cuts. Uh, man, man, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was shocked to see that two hundred five live still comes on. I'm like, wow! I thought they went to NXT, but okay, and whatever. How, and, how, and how is that even possible? Because you took their only championship and you threw this <laughs> on NXT. So what are you wrestling for? Like, what are what is your purpose? Like, no, what are you? Know what? What are uh, you? They took their two championships because it's one in, in UK too. Because 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 what's the name is still so, the UK? He's still the champion over there. So they have two championships. They don't have. But so two hundred five. Like, so, you say, so you so you basically just going out there tussling just to say, hey, look how boy. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to show for it. Hey, <laughs> you ain't got a damn thing. You can't even be a top guy on two hundred five live. You know why? Because you because you ain't got a championship. Stupid. Oh God, hell, dude, that was harsh. <laughs> it's not their fault, man. It's Vince's fault. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's Bischoff's fault. I'm sorry. That one's Bischoff's fault. That was oh, his yeah. fault. Yeah, yeah. Bischoff. Right, Bischoff. All right, man. With that being said, <laughs> with that being said, man, beautiful. Uh, that's the raw review. That's that's raw. Raw's done. You know, that's it. I think we. I think we milked more than enough time on Raw than we probably should have. Uh, with that being said, man, we're going to head over to the SmackDown side of things. And SmackDown basically started off the way SmackDown has been starting off for the last couple of weeks. And I can't even lie. Now, I think it's kind of gotten repetitive with me uh, because it's always him now. It's like every now and then it would be nice to start off with a match. Give me something up. Give me a nice, good match. Because SmackDown's been putting on really good matches, so give me a nice good match to start the show. But instead, we got your uh your, your Samoan brethren, your uh Samoan tribal chief, 
uh, Roman Reigns, of course, with his right hand and his left hand, uh, Jay and Paul Heyman. Um, and basically, <laughs> yeah, you said about that. <laughs> uh, it basically, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, over, hey, over, there, over there, curtain jerking. <laughs> let, me get, let me get the curtain for you, Mr. Tribal Chief, sir. <laughs> Put some elbow grease in that mother. <laughs> hey, you know the baseball players? They put a little. They put the sticky shit on their gloves so they can grab the bat. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I thought I could slip that in and get mad, but I was like, "Damn it, stop laughing, DJ." <laughs> oh man! All right, but yeah. So yeah, we yeah we got the sticky left hand and, and the right hand. So. Pine tar. Uh, it's pine tar. It's pine tar. <laughs> That's what they call it now, the pine tar. Uh, so basically, man, Roman Reigns is cutting his promo about how you know Elimination Chamber needed him. He had to come out and he needed to show up for the pay per view to be as exciting as it was. Which, uh, to be honest, it was the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match itself that was the best match of the whole entire night. Everything else was kind of everything else. But the story of him, you know, coming out and beating Daniel Bryan the way he did and, yeah, you know, and which promoted, you know, Daniel Bryan coming out and basically challenging Roman Reigns and asking Roman Reigns, why did you even come out to have the second match of the night? I mean, you're the tribal chief. You're the head of the table. You're the main event. You would have thought we would have been the last match, but, you know. Maybe you just didn't want a fresh Daniel Bryan to beat you, and it's like, ooh, ooh, okay, all right. You know, you 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 got you found a chink in the armor of the tribal chief. All right, I like it. It's cool, but this is Daniel Bryan, so we know to expect, you know, good wordplay when it comes from him and his promos and what he, you know, and him just being, you know, the the guy that he is. Uh, franchise man, what did you feel about this promo? You know, and of course, you know, Daniel Bryan got the beat down. You know, thanks to Jay, you know, stepping up the right hand, you know, uh, he wasn't stuck to the mat. So, you know, he was able to walk up and, you know, and, and basically tell Dan Bryan he lost. He ain't got no opportunity. But if he want one, he's going to have to beat me. What did you think of this segment, man, and how everything uh, went out? I mean, you know, I agree like Joe said. That was a good segment. Like you. What's up, what's up JoJo? Uh, like you said, it, it is getting repetitive. But I will say, even though it's getting repetitive seeing Roman in the opening segment every time, he's coming out, he's producing good content. Like, what he's saying, he's still interesting. Yeah, could you make him the second segment? Sure. Could you make him the middle of the show? Sure. Could you make him the end of the show? Which, of course, he's going to be that too. Sure. So I can see people who's like, okay, like, we don't want to see Roman at the beginning of the show all the time. But at the same time, you know, he is bringing people to the island of relevancy. The show ain't relevant without, you know, sticky one and sticky two, okay? <laughs> uh, to me, to me, it was funny because I seen Brian trying not to crack when uh, Jay Uso took the mic <laughs> and Jay just started talking shit. And you could tell Daniel Bryan was trying so hard not to laugh. I'll tell you one thing that wasn't funny. When Brian got his ass super kicked. <laughs> Man. Man. Hey, look, he super, super kicked all the wisdom out of Daniel Bryan. But uh, I do like – well, you know what? It, it was something that happened backstage with Edge. 
and it ties into this. I like, but I'm gonna let you bring that up first. Before I, go yeah, I was gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Well, with, with that being said, okay, of course we got, like I say, Dane Bryan got to beat down. We get to the back. Uh, they, you know, Jay basically apologized, but Roman Reigns told him there's nothing to apologize for as long as you get the job done. We move on from there. We see Edge talking to Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville. They talking and basically, I guess Edge was trying to get a match, basically a tag team, a tag team match, I guess for Fastlane, where it would yeah. have been Edge and Daniel Bryan versus Jay and Roman Reigns. Which, which I'm not gonna like- lie. I want to say, I, not 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 to cut you off, not to be not to be selfish to like the title picture. I kind of want to see that anyway. I was gonna say they shouldn't do that because really. You got to save Edge and Orton. I mean, Edge or you got to save Edge and Roman for Mania. You got to save that for Mania. I, I you, okay. you, them being in the ring, you don't want them to do anything that they could say for that match to make that match special because okay. you got that's a generational match right there. That's Edge, you know, being yeah. the guy that he is, the 11 time, 11, 12th time, 11 time WWE champion, you know, world champion going up against Roman Reigns, especially at this character, it, you know, so it's like you. I you want to save that. I get why they want to do that. I'm more okay with Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan getting more of a fair shot at Roman Reigns and still losing. Like because it, it it's like, okay, at least now that you brought up the fact that, well, dude, the only reason you really beat me like you did, because I I started the Elimination Chamber match. <laughs> I finished the Elimination Chamber match. I got a busted knee. My knee hurts. And then you come down and you take advantage. And you and I almost made you tap. I almost made you tap. But you got the better of me. You won. But give me time. Give me a little enough, you know, some, you know, some days to prep. Oh, it's a different story. So I, I was kind of more OK with that dynamic. Uh, so with that being said, we, we, we get we come back from the um, from the commercial. We see that Edge was getting ready to announce the tag team match, but Adam Pierce and them decided because of what happened in the promo, we're going to go ahead and go with the Jay versus Daniel Bryan. And if Daniel Bryan wins, he's going to face Roman Reigns at Fastlane. Edge didn't really seem to like that, and he kind of walked off. And, you know, that was kind of pretty much the end of Edge for the rest of the night. What Now, with that being said, Franchise Man, finish off your thoughts on Roman mm-hmm. Reigns. I agree with Edge 100%. Um, if, if you look at it, Edge is the winner of the Royal Rumble. He was promised whoever held the championship at that time, he will face said person at Mania. So with that right. being said, if I'm Edge, that's already set in stone. I want to face Roman Reigns. I didn't, ch- I didn't sit here and point at the damn sign. I didn't spear Daniel Bryan. So yeah, Daniel Bryan, sure, can me and him face each other? Sure. But for Daniel Bryan to get the opportunity before me to cut in line, I had to earn this spot. The, the one opportunity he had to earn it, he lost that. So who is he to go ahead and step in front of the line? We knew what the stakes were to begin with. Paul Heyman laid it out, playing and simple, the SmackDown before. Roman Reigns, unlike Drew McIntyre, will not be defending in the chamber. He will be defending at the chamber. And that being whoever wins in the chamber will then go next up against the Tribal Chief. So mm-hmm. I understand what Daniel Bryan is saying. Like, yeah, you know, you, you fought me and you beat me when I was already beat up. But you already knew that was a caveat to begin with. So... You know, is it really Roman's fault? No. Now, not for storyline purposes, of course. Do I want to see Roman and Daniel Bryan again? Hell yeah. Sure. But from Ed's point of view, I can also understand, like, hold on, dude. Like, 
that that wasn't the plan. Like we, I was told I was gonna fight Roman at Mania. Me and Brian gonna have a tag match, and that's that. So now you're telling me one, not only is that tag match possibly off the table, but then I might not even be facing Roman. I don't care about facing Daniel Bryan, but I want Roman first. I don't think I well, I don't even think he was mad about that because there was like Daniel Bryan versus Edge. Like, come on, man. Like you can't tell me that ain't an intriguing match. Like that's a match. If if there was a setup that Daniel Bryan was gonna be the champion going into it, like if Daniel Bryan had won, okay, let's let's say for argument's sake, let's say Daniel Bryan wins that elimination chamber. He made Roman Reigns tap. He's won. He's the Universal Champion. If you say, well, now they're advertising Edge versus Daniel Bryan, man, people will be all over that because it's Edge versus Daniel yeah. Bryan. Now, yes, people would want to see Edge beat Roman Reigns, no doubt. We all want to see Roman Reigns lose, you know, and get that smug look, you know, smacked off his face. But I there's I don't think there's a disappointment for getting a Daniel Bryan versus Edge at WrestleMania. I think that would be a match like people really wouldn't expect it to see and would be excited for. It. But for the reality of what it is, okay, um, I feel like the bigger match to me is the story of what happened at Elimination Chamber. The fact that, yeah, we knew Daniel, we we knew whoever won the chamber was going to lose to Roman Reigns. Everyone knew that. So that happened. We just didn't know it was going to happen like it did. We had hope. We thought maybe it, they would push it to the main event. But some of us were really hoping it would be better for him just to show up as they're raising the cage and just have the match, which he actually did, which was actually awesome. That's what made all that awesome. So it only seemed right that you set up giving Daniel Bryan an actual opportunity of actually having just one match against Roman Reigns where he didn't have to fight in Elimination Chamber for like 30, 40 minutes, get brutally beat up, and then have to fight another guy. So that, to me, I was more okay with that. And you could still go with the allure of Edge having to – face one of them or you could have did that as a smackdown show why not why not do that as a smackdown tag you could do that as a smackdown tag match you don't have to <clears throat> do that as a pay-per-view because to me the bigger pay-per-view match is champion you know for the championship but yeah i don't know if you want roman reigns defending the championship that close to me if he's dropping the title at wrestlemania he should win at fast lane you know defend the championship but there's a chance there's a good chance, man. He really could just beat Edge, and and Edge just don't beat him. And Roman Reigns would be the Universal Champion, but we haven't gotten two, there. Two, 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 Cole. Can I, can I, can I talk to you just really quick before you know? Man, holla, man, holla, man, holla, holla, holla. From from GOW's resident tribal chief <clears throat> to you know the, the flies in the room, which is you. You know that man. You you're awesome. Um, oh, I would say this. <laughs> I, I I would say this. I do. Okay, WWE is is booking Roman very, very smart. Uh, they're still kind of shoving Roman in your face every single week, but they're but they're doing it in such a slick way. If you notice, man, it's it's kind of like half. We're gonna give you like the fiend kind of aspect of Roman where. He's not going to fight every single week. We're going to keep you for the big shows like Brock Lesnar, but you're going to show up and make cameo appearances like The Fiend did. And if The Fiend, you know, if Roman doesn't necessarily show up, you got Paul Heyman there. And if Paul Heyman doesn't show up, you got Jay. So you still have somebody to tie in to Roman. So it's like, yeah, do you get a lot of Roman? Sure. But do you get overly exposed to him? Not so much. Kind of like with Jericho. When Jericho was a champion at AEW, how, yeah, he may wrestle on TV 
every now and again, but he more so wrestled during the actual pay-per-views as far as matches go, but you always well, well, saw him. Well, well, <clears throat> that's different because AEW doesn't do pay-per-views like WWE. So Jericho that's had to wrestle on TV a lot more than he did at pay-per-views. He didn't wrestle. He might have wrestled maybe twice in you know two weeks and then might not wrestle for three weeks. But he might do commentary. Like you say, he might do something in commentary. He might do something else on the side, which, you know, he's still relevant, but it's kind of different with them because they don't do pay-per-views every every month. They do them every yeah. few weeks. But like, you ain't got Roman out here just looking like John Cena, Super Cena every week. No, but I'm gonna give you the flip side of that. Now you say, well, they're they're forcing them down our throat still, but in a good, way, in a good way. But well, the good was well, a good way and a bad way. Okay, Talk. it's a good way because you turned them heel. So people wanted to see a heel Roman Reigns. It's a bad way because people are still booing Roman Reigns. And because people were booing Roman Reigns, so you decide to turn him heel. So you say, well, if you're going to boo him, okay, we'll turn him heel. But we're still going to give you Roman Reigns. So it's like it's a good thing, but it was a bad thing all in the same time. It's like, okay, we're going to get a different Roman Reigns, but we're still getting a lot of Roman Reigns. And, that, and, and when you get him, like I say, this is, I think this is like the fourth or fifth week in a row he started out coming out as the first thing on the show. And, you know, it's like, dude, I, I want to watch a match. <laughs> I don't want to see him. 20. I mean, you can say whatever is going to happen for the middle of the show or something. Give me a good match. I, I want to see one of these matches y'all been putting on. <laughs> That's what I want. But give me one of the matches man i need one of the matches man speaking of one of those matches after edge got his disappointing news uh we got the mysterios versus otis and gabe oh, jesus otis is no longer doing the worm otis is now he doing is the slam and i which i think is a good move for him um i think that's better It'll be a little bit more credible with that move because, I mean, the world's strongest, uh, strongest slam was, I mean, for Mark Henry to pick you up and slam you down and fall on top of you, I mean, that's a lot. And, it, it, well, that's, well, WWE takes advantage of doing that with all the talent. They're making, they making people look good when we know those people would get booed or not get as cheered as much as they are. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and they're making us cheer stuff that, we damn sure know ain't ain't worth cheering. I I, I kind of like the new Otis, some of the stuff he's doing. Gable, I you know, eh, maybe he'll be kind of a Kurt Angle kind of goofy kind of character. I can see him being that. I can see him being early goofy Kurt Angle. You know, being a great wrestler, but kind of being more on the comedic side of how he do certain stuff. But uh, in a way, he kind of is. Yeah, but, he, he I, I, but I don't um. I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Maybe this is just lead to Gable being more of a manager for Otis, and Otis, maybe Otis would be going after Big E for the Intercontinental Championship. And you know, I don't. I, but I, I'm not. I don't know what to expect from that. But I'm just speculating. That's not something I think is really going to happen. But he's just turning heel. They got to really, you know, flesh this thing out. And right now, they seem to I be like fighting him. Mysterio. So right, and right now they're beating up on the Mysterio. So we'll see how long that goes before they move on to something else. Well, since uh, throwing Mysterio off a building there in his career, maybe you know Otis is fucking slam, slamming them and doing it. So we can stop having these Dominic and Ray tag team matches. I love Ray Ray, you know, and Dominic has potential, but I am sick of these goddamn Dominic and Ray Mysterio tag team matches, man. Man, look, Dominic is Dominic is good, but he 
I told you, man, this is this is training. He's getting trained by his dad, and you're going out there and you're having these matches, and yeah. and they're doing stuff. And right now, he's not. You can't put Dominic in anything right now and and make it look believable. Not he's not ready. He's not ready. So right now, this is the level where he's at. And it, honestly, look, these guys are going up against a Hall of Fame, a first ballot Hall of Famer, and Rey Mysterio. If anything, this just builds credibility for them. Right now, he's not really trying to do anything but help build his son and help build, you know, and, and have one last run and, and enjoy this run with his son doing the, the thing that they love doing the most. <clears throat> and and I'm all for that, but you know, it, it it does get to a point where you just want to see Dominic. But what happened with Ray could lead to Dominic having more singles matches. I just don't know how yeah. you're right. That that that's gonna be the issue. You know what's crazy? For for a split second, I thought they were gonna actually have Ray turn on Dom. You remember when Dominic was like, "We talking all that shit about Ray couldn't beat Corbin," and then Ray's like, "Well, if you think you can do it, then you go do it." And then Dominic got his ass handed to him. I thought that was gonna be the start of a split there, but you know, you never know. Oh, what you sipping on over there, man? Oh, he got that gasoline in his cup. I see it. There ain't no gasoline. <clears throat> That's that uh water. <laughs> um, it's just water. Uh. <laughs> Just that 80 proof of water. That's all. Um, all right, man. So next up, man, we got uh Cruz versus Nakamura. Now, Cruz. Yeah. Obviously, hey, hold on, hold on. You you got to talk about the hey, 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 tell me that you didn't like that promo. I know you did. Yes, he, he still needs to work on his promoing, but the promo was okay. Okay. All right. It, it's like Cruz is still, you know, he I could tell he was trying to be really passionate about it, but uh, it, 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 he, he still needs a little bit more time. You know, I think I think because now he's finally getting into this heel turn is no longer, you know, a question. He's like really fully going heel. I think now once he to do a little bit more, he'll it'll flow a little bit better. But I didn't have a problem with what he had to say. Um you know, you gotta you gotta say something. You gotta he gotta say something. So he he had something to say. Um the character changed, the the outfit changed, uh him doing what he did to Nakamura before they actually had a match, you know, that that just really solidified uh uh hey, what up with is, 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 is that Jay Tizzle in the building? What's happening? What up with it, bro? Uh I think um uh, I like what I'm seeing from Cruz. I it's it's the same what I like from what I'm seeing with uh you know what I'm saying with what I'm seeing with um Sora Scott in NXT. It's that 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 change of being that guy everybody likes, that fan favorite to really being more serious and and just, you know, you know, and, and showing people what you really what you really all about. And I, I, I got no problem with it. Him and Nakamura had a nice little back and forth match. He got the victory. Bro, bro, man, what you think of this match, man? Uh, so and, and of course uh, your boy Cruz, everything else. So I mean, the the match did what it was designed to do. It made Cruz, you know, look more like a serious heel, like a more dominant force. Unfortunately, it happened at the expense of one of the greatest damn wrestlers of all time, Shinsuke Nakamura. I hated that he had to be the guy to kind of suffer that. Uh, Joe said Apollo's promo seemed awkward at parts, but it was okay. Yeah, I mean, so. Yeah, well, it, it it was definitely awkward at parts. Uh, I did like, you know, it, you know, 
we say shooting from the hip and it was cool, man, because I can tell like he was really, you know, he he really, I felt like he meant what he said. He was like, I'm not from the hood. I'm not from suburbia. He like, I'm from Nigeria. And if you talk that shit to my pants and cut your tongue off. I like, I like that coming to America ass shit. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but with that being said, all jokes aside, all jokes aside. Uh, he he does he does need work he does need work on the mic but it's <laughs> too cold too cold shaking his head <laughs> too cold shaking his head but no seriously uh I think for a while like you said there was a big question okay is he healed is he not healed because that was the same thing with Swerve Scott for a minute you didn't know if he was just healed or if it was just an attitude change like with Becky Lynch when she first turned on Charlotte everybody oh she's healed she's healed she's healed they just kind of see it. no it's more like an anti-establishment anti-hero uh female version of a stone cold type so with, with, with Charlotte crew, but, with, but, with, but with Becky though people went ballistic when she hit when she hit Charlotte it was like yes like people was like yes smack her again but, it was like yes smack her one more time it was like thank you for smacking the hell out of Charlotte but, so but, I, Go ahead. But, 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 but the thing was, character-wise, though, Charlotte was a face. So I don't know if the reaction Becky got was necessarily the reaction they expected. But no, you can't deny man, the reaction. Was, but you can tell the reaction was so damn overwhelming. It's like, yo, you would be a fool not to run with it. Uh, JT said, what's the difference between NXT and wrestling? In uh, NXT, they actually wrestle. Like on Monday Night Raw, and, and I mean, SmackDown, they SmackDown, they wrestle too, but the main roster is a lot more uh, uh, storyline driven. Uh, more, yeah, a lot more, or, more, more yeah. entertainment based. Yes, NXT is more wrestling based, so you're not gonna get a whole bunch of goofy ass storylines on NXT. You get a couple, but it's more serious and more true to the sport. Uh, but yeah, so like you like, like I said, I, I like the I like the gimmick. Like you and Joe said, you know the promo keeps a little work. I think the promo went a little long as well. Yeah, I think Apollo Crews. I think that's why. I, 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 I think I think his character is somebody who needs to be like short and to the point. Uh, but with that being said, man, you know, overall it was good. I just hate once again, Shinsuke had to be the guy uh, that Cruz made an example out of. And JT, man, it's all good. You know, hey, real talk for real fans. You know, you 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 the bro, hey, so. Hey, that's what we send us as many questions as you want. Right, that's what we're supposed to do. Right on. Hey, Joe, keep bringing the questions too, Joe. You doing good, bro? Oh man, you know, you know, Joe gonna, you know, Joe gonna bring a question. I mean, man, he in the middle of writing it up right now. Uh, With that being (laughs) said, man, we got uh, Tamina who beat Liv Morgan. Okay, we're gonna move on from there because that that just wasn't not and. That wasn't important. What what I'm about to talk about now is important because it's about your girl. It's about my girl. It's about that match that we're going to get at WrestleMania for that women's SmackDown championship. Yo chick, the boss, my girl, the EST of, of WWE, Bianca Belair. She's going to, you know, she did basically what we all thought she should do. Choose the, uh, uh, Sasha Banks, challenge her for the SmackDown women's championship. Because you don't want to go to Raw. Because Raw, you already been on Raw. They didn't do nothing with you on Raw. You don't want to go back to Raw. Stay on SmackDown. You got a better shot on SmackDown. Yeah. Which was a perfect choice. I didn't care for the Reginald part. Reginald, I matter of fact, I'm I'm <clears throat> after what happened, I thought they'd be done with him as far as still coming out with Sasha. But I think um 
and it's okay. It's just they 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 bombed on Tamina so long that it's it's just hard to really buy, buy into it. Uh, yes, you called it. Yes, I give you your props. Yes, you called it, Bianca. But we all knew that was happening. Jeez, darters. Uh, anyway, um, so Bianca Sasha at uh, WrestleMania for the SmackDown Women's Champion. Dude, I, I'm I'm good with it. Um, I feel like it's the best match for them to have. I think they'll be able to tell a really good story. I'm going with my girl, Bianca Belair. I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and call it down. We ain't even got to WrestleMania. I already know where you're going because you're going with the boss because you, she's your automatic answer. You don't get to make a choice. I just wanted, no, to, no, I just, no, I just no. wanted to sound I just wanted to sound nice <laughs> saying it. You don't really get to make a choice, but we no. all know that. <laughs> nah, but you, but you know what? You know what? If this was anybody else, uh, with the current roster and the current landscape, uh, landscape, I would have chosen Sasha Banks. But like I said, Sasha, she's held the title. The biggest thing about Sasha Banks was she couldn't hold a championship. Every time she got a championship on Raw, she got hurt. Right? I think she had four or five reigns with a total combined of eighty-one days. So that's nothing. That's like a month and a half or two and a half months, excuse me, together. Uh, with that being said, Sasha Banks, she's what a five time what women's champion. I think six to be included NXT. She's a multi time tag women's tag team champion. She's done, she's you know, been in the biggest matches of WrestleMania. My thing is, there's nothing else for her to do at this point. She's been in WWE, what, 10 years now? Now is her time to start, you know, grooming and bringing up younger fresher talent bianca belair it is no doubt about it you know bianca belair ever since she came up to the main roster she's been groomed as the next big thing so what's going on <clears throat> sasha could win and the reason i say sasha could win is because of everything you just said the fact that what else is there for her to do sasha's never def well i don't think she's ever defended her championship on WrestleMania and won it. I think by the time she got to that championship run, it was after WrestleMania or before WrestleMania. That was like during SummerSlam and Survivor Series. So she's never been like she won the SmackDown. No, matter of fact, they lost the SmackDown champion. No, they lost the tag. They yeah, they lost the tag team championships to uh iconic. So it was like I, yeah. I there's there's part of me that thinks that they want to give her that WrestleMania moment of winning. Um oh uh <clears throat> and 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 it uh Vince McMahon still. Uh but it's I could see Sasha winning. I want Bianca to win. I want her to win. It makes sense, you know, the way they've been building her, but they can continue to build her and build her and build her like they did Oscar, and she could lose. So there's a good chance she could lose. But like I said, we'll get there when we get to that. But um for right now, um I'm good with, with the decision. It was the right decision, it's the decision we all thought should have happened. Uh, just lose. Get rid of the Reginald thing. I'm I'm just thinking and get rid of the Reginald thing. I'm I'm done with that. Uh, and ask Joe, Joe get rid of Ric Flair. <laughs> uh, uh, right now with him not, uh, with him and Lacey Evans not having that thing, uh, Ric Flair needs to go home. Uh, and and they need to just build on the fatal four way that I said they need to build on because that's about the best it's gonna get for him. Or it's gonna be Oscar versus Flair. That's one of the two options. It's either a fatal four-way with Baszler and Jax, or it's, it's just going to be one-on-one. With that being said, man, we got Bianca. She made her choice. We get her husband and his partner, Street Profits versus Corbin and Sammy. Uh, the Street Profits pulled off a good, another good win. Um, 
I think this is just building them up just to have another title win. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to happen at Fastlane or it might happen at WrestleMania. I, I mean, there's really no other team that's really out there that's popular. You got Ziggler and Rude, but who are they facing? Nobody. I'm going to be and, honest. And who are the Street Profits are going to face? Nobody. So it's like, I'm not putting the titles back on them. I, I think the Street Profits are going to play like that New Day role or that Uso role where for the next two or three years, man, you're going to probably have to hold the damn titles six, seven times. Just because, one, they're the most overtired team, and two, and, until you stop with all these makeshift damn tag teams and actually solidify a couple tag teams, they're the only ones that make sense to hold the titles because who are you going to lose it to? <laughs> well, I still we still haven't seen Tucker. Oh, wait. No, wait a minute. He's on Raw. No, my can't. Yeah, he, he, on, he on Raw. He back there eating biscuits and gravy. Right, right. All right, man. So we got that, that happened. Uh, Cesaro came out. Well, Seth Rollins came out to talk and kind of just be the the Friday night savior that you know he's always is trying to talk people into believing he's he, <clears throat> he's he's coming with a good vibe, a good word. You know, he's he's trying to spread positivity, but we know it's just BS. Cesaro comes out, you know, and Rollins puts over Cesaro, but yet throws him under the bus when he talks about hmm. why. He's always come up short, you know, when it always mattered the most. And basically, after all of that was said, Cesaro swung Rollins maybe about 30 or 40 times and gave him a sweet uppercut and then left uh, right before Daniel Bryan came out to have his main event with Jey Uso. But before that franchise, bro, Cesaro, Rollins, I'm pumped for it. I actually want to see it because I expect big things from this match. What do you expect? Book it, book it, book it, book it. And the reason I say that was even in Seth Rollins' underhanded remarks, he, this is what I, I call him no-sell Rollins, right, in the ring. But when it comes to his promos, he did exactly, if you are a true wrestling fan, you read in between every single insult and you picked up the compliment in there. Because he said, you know, you are by far one of the most underrated, you know, pound for pound, the strongest guy in the company. You should be able to break the glass and you should be able to do this in the third. This is Seth Rollins basically giving the ultimate praise. Like, hey, look, you should be able to do everything I can and then some. The only difference between me and you is the killer instinct. And I just so happen to do what you can't do. But you have that ability. You have that potential. So with all the derogatory, derogatory and negative comments, he said in that. You right. know, and him berating Cesaro, you put him over because you listed every single reason why he should be and saying why he is not. So with that being said, man, Seth Rollins, another guy, tag team champion, intercontinental champion, multi-time WWE champion. Once again, a loss to Cesaro does nothing to hurt him at all. I don't even see Seth Rollins at this point right now. I don't see him being, uh, you know, running balls to the wall, you know, like he did when he was on Raw because you kind of got Roman Reigns right now. So I don't really see SmackDown, you know, pushing Seth Rollins too much with Roman Reigns kind of being that face and the leader and the champion right now. So I don't see both those guys getting a big push. So you using Seth Rollins, you know, somebody who's established to elevate, you know, and really kind of put Cesaro back on the map, you know, I definitely think I win over a fresh face Cesaro going against a heel Seth Rollins. I think the smart call would be, hey, yo, 
at the end of this, Rollins might win a battle or two, but Cesaro, he needs to win the war. I agree. I definitely agree there. With that being said, <clears throat> we get Daniel Bryan, we get Jey Uso. Uh, for uh, watch it. How are you guys trying to sway and try and bring it? <laughs> uh, sway, intrigue, and bring the fans to this sport. Well, um, yeah, too cold, man. Hey, sell, sell, sell the casual fan who might not be into it like us, man. What is it about this thing that we call professional wrestling? I I know it's easier said to say than to actually say it, but if you could, you know, this <laughs> man gave you a script. You, you, you messed all that up because it is not easy to say. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting here like, I Hey, if if this man gave said I give you a million dollars right now if you could try to persuade this jabroni to hop on uh, <laughs> on the train. What nah, you, you ain't even finna put me on the spot like that. You can go ahead and go first if that's the case. <laughs> no, but I, right. seriously though, I, <laughs> I honestly, man, um, <clears throat> damn. <laughs> I, I honestly, man, for for a casual fan to watch it, you one, I guess, I guess now. You, with the way wrestling is now, you have to have an understanding. Of course, yes, we know it's fake, but uh, like it, it, it's it's scripted, but there's an art to it. I, you know, there there there's a there's an entertainment value to it. Don't get me wrong. I know we kind of sit here and we kind of poke fun at certain little things, but what makes me a fan of it is sometimes the entertainment of it. I mean, characters. I, characters are always a part of you know any show what you watch. It's always about the story. Sometimes you get great stories and sometimes you don't. I always tell people, man, wrestling to me is just nothing but a male soap opera. It's 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 <laughs> Monday Night Raw is, is my version of Days of Our Lives or <laughs> whatever that any of that other. I mean, how can people oh, sit there children. and watch? Right, like it's like, man, I am and now I'm not saying you watch that or people watch that stuff. And like I say, my analogy may not be that great. It's, it's my reasoning, but for a casual fan, there is athleticism. Athleticism to wrestling. There are some aspects to where these guys they gotta know what they're doing. I again, you and your believe your believability is the I think the difference as a as a first timer really trying to get into it. You have to sit and watch it. You have to kind of have an open mind to some stuff. You kind of gotta go along with it. It, it. If this was twenty years ago, it would be a little bit easier. But I think with, you know, the world and the Internet and everything being so open, I think with, you know, everything being so out there, you can't really just sell the average person on believing something, you know, in certain aspects. But for me, I man, it's it's always just been the character. And then it was the athleticism. It was watching the the macho man, Randy Savage, you know, fly off the top rope, jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jay, you know you're my brother, boy. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, man. Hey, I, you know, hey, it's it's certain aspects to it, man. That that you just have to, you have to open, you have to have an open mind to it, man. That that's just me. I mean, you, you know what? You know what? Because I know you personally, I'm gonna put it this way. It's like wrestling is like you know comics, right? Okay. You got you, you got you got your Marvels, you got your Marvels, you got your DC universes, you got your you got your characters, and you got your plots and your storylines and your twists and your turns. Now the thing is, you kind of got to find the character you you most identify with, and then within that character, you got to kind of find the storyline that really, really you know brings out the best qualities in that character. Because, like for example, Bianca Belair, right? 
hell of a character, the ESC of NXT. But on Raw, she didn't look like the ESC of NXT. She looked like the ESC of catering. Then you put her on SmackDown, and now she's in the hunt for the women's title. So it's all about characters and storylines. It, it, it ain't nothing. It's like you said. It's a mix of uh, a soap opera and a comic and a sports so, show all in one. Right. I mean, wrestling is a sport, so you have that aspect. Again, it's it's, it's like it's like it's like it's like Velveeta. Okay, it's it, it's cheese, but is it really cheese? <laughs> <laughs> It is what we call it that to the government cheese that we used to get. Like I, yeah. <laughs> like hey, hey, in the business, hey, in the business, we call that smoke and mirrors. <laughs> hey, look, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, a lot of smoke and mirrors. But yeah, these guys, there are guys that know how to make things look great, and there are times, man, where guys really go out there and really want to prove that they're the best. And you sometimes you get a real match when you don't think it is, but I. It, that's not even the right words. I'm sorry. I kind of, I kind of ruined that one. But it, hey, in the words of D, in the words of DDP, that analogy was B A double D bad. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that was bad right there. That was a bad analogy. But you, you really have to have an open mind to it, man. I wrestling you with, with the way that it is today. You really have to have an open mind to it. Uh, and just kind of watch some of the stuff. What's going on with you, man? Uh, what's up, man? And just you know, like I say, man, hey. But we're we're embedded into it. And it's somewhat that is of true. like that. It, <laughs> that is true. That it, that that is true. Now don't get me wrong. You you, you could look at it that way. But like I say, man, give it open. You have to open open mind, man. It, some stories are cool. Some stories are good. Some of the characters are worth watching. And some will just leave you scratching your head and wondering why. But hey, that's any TV show on TV nowadays. So <laughs> you know. Watch it at your own risk, man. All right, man. With that being said, like I said, <clears throat> we're at Daniel Bryan. We're at uh, Jey Uso. Main event, SmackDown. Daniel Bryan wins. He faces Roman Reigns at Fastlane for the Universal Championship. Uh, well, that's not happening because it was a double countout. So now with that being said, it was an okay match. You know, Bryan got his knee worked over by Jay. You know, Jey Uso, dude, his singles run is, is really something special. I, I'm not going to lie. Just, just seeing him be more than a tag team specialist just seeing him kind of go out there and handle himself against the likes of kevin owens and daniel bryan and nakamura and cesaro and all these guys that have been even though some of those guys have tagged but they've had more singles opportunity than he has and to see that he's hanging with these guys and looking good and holding his own man i'm i'm like i'm glad he's gotten this opportunity um What are we going to get for Fastlane now with this happening? I'm assuming we're going to get the tag match. Again, me personally, I feel like it should be for the W. It should be Roman Reigns versus, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan. You know, I, I don't expect Daniel Bryan to win, but I do expect him to kind of get a better shot at the title compared to what he got at Elimination Chamber. I mean, like I said, we all knew whoever won, we all knew they were going to lose to Roman that night. So it only made sense because I, I I would say to have the same argument if it was Cesaro who had won the Mission Chamber but lost to Roman Reigns that night. I would say give Cesaro a fair opportunity. I would be okay with him losing that fast lane because I feel like he would really show he's really ready for the main event and he can he can battle on the main event level. So it, it's Daniel Bryan. You, he loses nothing by losing and 
Roman Reigns just get another notch on his belt, which you kind of want with him going into WrestleMania. And I agree uh, with Anthony. He said Jay Uso should be a single star by now or a star. Uh, he's incredible. Question is, what to do with Jimmy? Um, the at same first, thing? I thought maybe you could have brought. I, I, at first, I thought you could have brought Jimmy back and have him and uh, Jay do the bidding for Roman. Right now, Jim Jay's got that on lock. You don't really need that, especially with Jimmy, his wife Naomi being on Raw anyway. I think, hey, look, man. For right now, I think it's best let them go their separate ways. Because right now, I feel like, and I, and I hate to say it like this, but I mean, I'm going to be honest. I feel like Jay, in this current moment, Mr. Main Event Uso, I feel like you'll be doing him a disservice. I feel like he'd be taking a step back if soon as Jimmy comes back, you want to throw him back in the tag team. Jay has worked his ass off to get in the position he's at right now. And in a, in a way, he's kind of not really out of the title picture. Jimmy, on the other hand, we really haven't seen what Jimmy can do as a solo star. So, you know, let Jimmy kind of work his way up, kind of do like the Hardys once upon a time. Let each person get their solo runs because they're going to eventually link back up down the line. Right. But here's the problem. Their styles are too similar. See, with the Hardys, you had two different styles, though they were both extreme. But Jeff Hardy flew more than Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy was more ground and pound and technical. Matt and he, yeah. he did, yeah. He did more bat base. He come off the top rope every now and then, but we all knew Jeff was the one that was jumping and running and kicking and flipping and doing all that stuff. Jay and Jimmy, what made them work so well as a tag team was their style. The problem is, is they have the same style. So it's like you, you, you're gonna have to change Jimmy's style. Like Jimmy's gonna have to look different than from Jay. Because if not, then people are just going to think, ah, oh, you just took one Uso. And just, <laughs> you're just basically taking Jay from one show and put him on the other and calling him Jimmy. But I, it, And you don't want that. You, you <laughs> want them to be separate. You don't want people to think that, uh, you know, you, you want them to be something different about them. And right now, Jimmy can go to Raw and be a, a face while Jay is on SmackDown being a heel. That would be the best thing to do, not have them both be heels. But if you had brought Jimmy back while Jimmy was in the while Jay was in the middle of this, I, it, it would have he probably it probably would have been like a tag team thing again because you would have had both of them there. So now you just have them both beat up everybody, and it that would have felt more like the tag team kind of thing. So it, it's good that Jimmy hasn't been there, and that now that Naomi's on Raw, we know they like to keep the married couple on the same shows. So they you know that's where Jimmy's probably ended up going to be. He needs to be a face, and he kind of has to have a new, different style. Just something a little not so similar to what Jay is doing. But Jay's a heel, so that's why I say he got to be a face. I think, what does that say? I think for me as a fan, for someone that watched it growing up with the Rockstone, Triple H, Booker T, and others, uh, kind of fell out of touch because of more dramatic. Uh, that's, that's true. Um, a lot of people fell out. Because of uh, because all of the stars the, started, the, and 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 then oh, you no. had all the up and coming stars. You know, you had the guys like the Guerreros and John Cena's and Orton's, and they, and they were coming in and they were coming up. But uh, you know, it, it was a slow build for them. But yeah, you you it did kind of get dramatic at a certain point, and I I can I, I can understand that. But yeah, when a big star is left. A lot of people left with them too because they were more about the entertaining. But the, but see, that's the difference between, you know, a casual fan and and a and a hardcore fan. You know, a hardcore fan. You know, 
it don't matter if the stars leave or not. We're going to watch it where, you know, most casual fans, they were entertained by The Rock and by what The Rock was doing because The Rock was coming out and he was talking mad shit about everybody. <laughs> he was dogging out everybody. He was talking about Poontain Pie and everything. Austin was giving the middle <laughs> finger, stunning like, man, it was like DX was telling you to suck it. There were there were elements of entertainment that was bringing people in that 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 draw a lot of people in. And once they changed from that because they went public and they had to change it to more of a PG uh, platform. Um, in some aspects, it did hurt the business, but I felt like it did great for the business because it made guys have to really wrestle. You you kind of got to see the talent really showcase themselves in the ring because you had too much talent. But you 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 gave them kind of quirky little storylines and everything else. So I, I, I definitely feel where he's coming from with that. But with that being said, man, um, like I said, Daniel Bryan, they didn't he didn't win. We apparently we're gonna get the tag team match, him and Edge. Uh, versus Jay and and uh, Roman Reigns and Fastlane, unless they decide next week they're going to give him another opportunity. Um, other than that, man, what are your thoughts, man? And uh, you know, on this final main event, on you know, on the last part of SmackDown. I mean, uh, you know, it ended it ended with a cliffhanger as always. Uh, I'm I'm loving it because that's the one thing I, I loved about you know wrestling back in the day was that it. I miss when, you know, 11.05 or 11.07 or 11.10 would come on a Raw, go over those couple extra minutes. And, you know, it's like, you know, the shit, the TV guy said it's going to be over at 11.05. And it's like 11.12. like, oh, damn, they still going. And then, you know, you get a cliffhanger. Jail, like, All right, well, guys, that's it for the night show. Come back next Monday night. You know what I'm saying? So you never knew what happened. Somebody get the holy piss beat out of them. He'd be like, damn, wait, wait, wait. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And you won't know. You won't know. So I'm liking, the, I'm liking WWE's, you know, going back to the roots of their storytelling. Uh, you know, so, making you, you know, hook, line, and sinker, right? You know, they're not giving you everything at one time in the main event, especially right. Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. I liked it. I liked it. So, I mean, yo, look, I'm not mad at it. Um, like you said, my only, my only complaint would be don't have SmackDown start off the same exact way. I mean, yeah, we know Roman. We're going to get Roman. That's cool. But he doesn't need to start off every single show. Start off, like I said, with a match every now and then, which they will do. But lately, it's just been about Raw, which is cool. But, you know, it kind of switch up, you know, break up the Manani a little bit. Other than that, I have no complaints. SmackDown, SmackDown has been solid as hell for the last few months, especially for 2021 as a whole, to say the least. So compared to Raw, trust me, I am not complaining. No, not at all. No, not at all. A lot of it shows in the ratings. A lot of people are watching SmackDown a lot more. Um, like I say, even though people have their live, right, right, that too. And even though a lot of people, you know, they have their feelings about Roman Reigns and whatnot, but people are still tuning in to watch it. And honestly, it, it part of it is because Edge is now on there because now you know what's going on there. You're gonna be looking for him to show up there. Of course, Roman Reigns, but you know you you got all this new talent. You got all these guys that are up and coming, and people want to see them, and they're exciting. Big East, the Intercontinental Champion, putting on good matches. You know you got you know Apollo Cruz, another up and coming stars, showcasing their talents and becoming something great. You got Seth Rollins back. You got a guy like Cesaro getting the opportunity, you know, to to really showcase why we've been felt he should have been in the main event picture at least year at least. Even though I liked his run with with Sheamus, I liked the bar. I I, I liked the bar. 
I might have hated the way it came together, but I ended up liking what it became afterwards. But past that, he should have been in the main event picture. And, you know, he's been kind of just getting pushed to the side. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, that's both shows. Yeah, we went over, but, you know, we were shooting from the hit. We were just kind of talking and answering some questions, which we appreciate y'all for, you know, dropping by and dropping off some questions. And again, you know, man, the GOW, we, 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 we welcome you to bring as many questions as possible. And we'll try to get to them, you know, and answer as many as possible also. But with that being said, Franchise Man, any parting words for the people? With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Generation Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the 27-year-old piece of gold. He's too cold. And until next time, man, we'll see you when we see you. Peace. Oh, Anthony, thank you, brother. I just seen this. Great show. I'll be following you from now on. Please do. And if you have any questions, man, I mean, come on. We just did an interview with Diamond Dallas Page uh, yesterday, DDP. So if you haven't already, <laughs> check that out on our on our YouTube channel, Generation of Wrestling Podcast. Check us out. Comment. You know, let us know what you think, brother. With that being said, Appreciate everybody it. who showed love today, who commented today, who watched us today, we thank you. We love you. And uh, yeah, Thursday, right? Thursday, we coming back? Well, no, because we're going to have to talk about whatever happened on Raw. All right, so we'll probably be Tuesday. So then Tuesday. So Tuesday, Tuesday. will be our next we'll, show. We'll, we'll be and, seeing uh, y'all. I'm sure whatever happens, <laughs> good or bad, we're gonna have to probably shoot on that. So we yeah, let's let's just go ahead and pencil that in for right now. <laughs> well, like you said, man, the man said we'll be here Tuesday, so we will be here on Tuesday. You know, our Facebooks to tell you guys also the exact times and all that. With that being said, much love. We we'll see you when we see you. Peace.